Have a funky, funky Christmas. We're talking new kids on the block. Hit it. It was 1990. New Kids on the Block figures were $19.99 each. The Leaning Tower of Pisa was closed to the public. The Saturn range of cars was launched by GM, and the New Kids on the Block starred in their own Christmas cartoon. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me is a Totally Rad Christmas all-star. From the Planning for Christmas podcast, it's Kim Cooper. Kim, how's it going? It's going great, Jerry. I'm so excited to talk more New Kids on the Block. (laughs) I know. It's part two, guys. (laughs) So, of course, we heard your history with New Kids uh, before. But um, before we even get into that, I want to say you have a new podcast, Planning for Christmas. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? And and I'll give you time, of course, at the end to talk more about it. But um, I'm excited. It's cool. I'm glad you did it. Yeah, it's been fun so far. Uh, There's been two episodes out. I started in July. So there's a July and or June, right? June and July. I can't (laughs) believe it's already August. So (laughs) I I don't know whatever date it is. But yeah, there's two podcasts. um, And it's just been really fun just getting to like share my love of planning and hopefully it'll help people get their Christmases ready. I hope so. I mean, it, you know, that's one of the things that always kind of gets me. I always say, okay, I'm going to start getting presents early. I'm going to start, you know, decorating or, or, you know, planning to what I'm going to decorate. And I never do, of course, I, this is like my busy season, so I never really get to, but uh, anything that'll help is always welcome. So <laughs> Nice. And I'm going to definitely be asking uh you some advice about uh christmas lights so okay well i can i can definitely give some advice about that (laughs) um but so you came on the show a couple of months ago and we talked new kids on the block and their christmas album which is still really cool uh i've had funky funky christmas in my head like since then (laughs) just randomly it pops in my head (laughs) (laughs) um but like you, you surprised me on the last uh, episode when you said that there was a cartoon and I said, what? Uh, I have to see this. And so we planned a, a sequel and, and here it is. I mean, this cartoon is kind of bananas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just like re-listening the Christmas episode and thinking about, I mean, the Christmas album and thinking about everything. Um, it just like popped into my head, like, oh my gosh, I remember there was a cartoon and I used to watch it all the time. And I don't specifically remember seeing the Christmas one. Mm -hmm. I probably did, but like, I'm sure one thing that you saw is that it was actually a prime time. Yeah, I did see that. It wasn't Saturday morning. So I might not have seen it until when I watched it, when we were going to talk about the album. So, yeah, I did see that. So it was a, a one season show. 
uh, 13 episodes and they played 12 of them on uh, Saturday mornings. And then that last one, like you said, that Christmas one on December 14th, 1990, I don't know why, but they decided to go ahead and air it prime time. And I guess it did pretty well, but not well enough to get a second season. Unfortunately, <laughs> I would have liked to have seen a second season. This <laughs> It was just so crazy. So many things happen, but I kind of like how it's like magical, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and we'll get into it, uh, you know, spoilers or whatever, but uh, <laughs> I think we're okay. It's been what, 31 years. Yeah. Uh, I think I can spoil it and be okay. Um, but I mean, there's like a, a whole spirit of Christmas. It's like one of the most Christmassy, I think, cartoon episodes of a show that I've seen. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, of just like a regular show, there's maybe mm-hmm. a few others that I can think of that came out like a little bit later. Like, Hey Arnold is one of them that had, like, a really specific Christmas one. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't, unless, like, the Flintstones, but they made, like, actual, like, specials. So, they were totally different than just, like, an episode of their cartoon. So, yeah, it was, but it's very Christmassy from start to finish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, one thing that I really liked about this is that... uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it just it makes me laugh every time I'm thinking about it. So they actually intercut like footage of the band singing and playing and break dancing. They even intercut footage of their manager, which why? I don't know why. But, but I don't know why the manager like like, you know, I love, uh, let's say, uh, you know, Metallica or, or uh, Boston or just a, a bunch of different rock bands. But I don't know what their managers look like, or I don't really don't care too much about them. Uh, and, and I'm sure they're great people. I, I wish the best for them, but like, they're not what holds my interest. It's the artist, you know, and their music. So why they thought that um, Maurice Starr throwing in his photo in there for, for that one scene was important. I don't know. They had to, you know, like he, he got them started and got them a cartoon. So well, that's true. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it was, <laughs> And, and, you know, like from what I remember of the actual show, they, they would do clips like that throughout. Mm. So there would be like the cartoon, but, and it would always kind of like start with them and like in concert or like greeting fans and kind of end with that. But this, but this like had a lot, a lot more of that. It really did. And (laughs) as I was reading, it turns out that I guess there was a quite a few animation errors and so in order to cover up some of those errors, they would uh, superimpose these images on top. And so you'll get like some of the, the footage from concerts just kind of floating by in the screen, you know, maybe diagonally from one corner to the next. Uh, and that that makes sense because like when you see that, it seemed like in such random places mm-hmm. that they would put it. So and and I didn't even like realize that it was cover up and I really want to know what they messed up. Like I caught one of them that I shared with you, but yeah, they just like, there was so many, like how many mistakes did they really make? Cause it, it was seemed like, I would say like it was 50, 50, like mm-hmm. animation, like the actual like time of the cartoon part. And then like, however many clips they put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you're right. There was a lot of it, um, but it kind of, I mean, I really want to go back now and watch like the other 12 episodes just to see 
uh, like, was it the same ratio or was it just more for this last one? Cause I knew it was towards the end and they're just like, yeah, whatever, you know, it'll be okay. <laughs> we should not have the intern draw that one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Who let Dave draw that one? <laughs> um, yeah, it, there, there was a lot of it and, and you're right. Some of it was just so random. But I, I and we'll get into the plot in just a little bit. But I kind of wanted to go over um, some of the cast because the cast is actually, um, I mean, they're not like huge names, but a lot of them are, are kind of big deals um, at, at least for uh, for the time. So like as Donnie, starring as Donnie, was uh, David Coburn, who most people will know as the voice of Captain Planet, which uh, was another one that I really liked around this time. Mm-hmm. Your powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have a Christmas episode? I don't know, but I kind of hope so. <laughs> We're gonna have to find that out. <laughs> oh man! And then they had uh, Brian Stokes Mitchell. He was um, oh gosh, where is it from? Trapper John. I knew him from Trapper John, uh, but he was also uh, Nahook on Pound Puppies, and uh, he was uh, he played different roles on Foofer, and he came out like this guy's done uh, just a bunch of stuff around that time. A pup named Scooby Doo, the California Raisins show, um, and then on this one he played Danny, which is kind of cool. I think I know him from The Fresh Prince, so he was actually Trevor who was engaged, or, or he was going to ask Hillary to, to marry him. He was dating Hillary, and then he skydives and he's like asking her to marry him, but his parachute doesn't open or something, and he yeah. <laughs> yeah so that was a yeah poor guy so that's how i know him um but playing jordan is uh lauren lester who i know is like robin from batman uh yeah or he also played nightwing whatever but so i mean there's like some some decent name folks around here that that are actually playing these guys scott menville as um as as joey i mean it's just it's it's pretty neat. And then randomly we have uh, like Cree Summer, who I knew from a different strokes, a different strokes, different world, excuse me. And, uh, and, you know, she played a lot of voices uh, on cartoons throughout the years. Uh, Michael Winslow was credited as well, you know, uh, from Police Academy. So that's kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> I'm just, there's some cool stuff and, and some cool names. That it's just like, wow, they, they did kind of go out on this one. Mm-hmm. It's and a lot of them like looking at their IMDb, they're like still doing voices on things pretty recently. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My favorite, can I read my favorite part of looking up the IMDb? Yeah, go for it. Was the plot. Did you read the plot? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> what does it say? Hey, this is it. I wrote it down. It's the amazing Christmas of NKOTB. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You know what? That's that's a good tight plot. That's some good nutshelling there. <laughs> yeah, there's not like a lot of trivia um, or anything at all uh, on this one. So I, I was kind of doing some some deep googling, and I I got what I could, but mostly we'll t- I think we'll just kind of talk about the special and and see what we can do. Um, now you're probably right. That might be why you didn't actually um, why you don't remember seeing it because it was prime time. Uh, I know a lot of times I didn't watch um, every special that came out. You know, you had to have a TV guide back then and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you'd try to catch like the favorites like Rudolph and Frosty, but sometimes you'd miss some of the newer ones. Um, So yeah, I definitely didn't even know this one was a thing, but (laughs) it's cool. (laughs) Um, And I love like 
it was fun to watch it off, like it was off of YouTube and it was someone's VHS recording <laughs> and see I love seeing like the lines go through and at the be- I love the beginning when it's like it's like the new kids on the block Christmas special is sponsored by Coca-Cola and then McDonald's and they like, the little, like <laughs> Jerry's Jerry's like sponsoring them right now too yeah yeah yep. Coca-Cola <laughs> and I like I loved that because that just took me back to my childhood. Yeah. I remember when, when they used to do that. So like uh, the original Rudolph was sponsored by GE. And so like every commercial, everything was like GE, you know, or um, which was it? The, the Muppet family Christmas, I think, where everything was like mac and cheese or, or craft. And so there was all sorts of recipes with that. I mean, um, you know, I, I kind of miss those days, mm-hmm. but what I really missed was you could see where like, they tried to like cut the commercials out. Like they would pause it. <laughs> and it turned blue for like a bit. And then, yeah, the lines came back on. That was like my life back then, you know, it was like trying to get rid of those commercials. And now I wish I'd kept them, you know, just to see yeah. them. But uh, I mean, that was like, like, okay, I gotta, I gotta cut that, cut out these commercials. Let's see if I can do it. You know, <laughs> we were just uh, watching some home, family home movies, like nice. when my brother and I were little and there was, um, the TV was going in the background and then we like heard it cut and it was like the old Mentos commercial. <laughs> and we were nice. like, it's Mentos. And we were all singing along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had some great commercials back then. They, they really did. And now we just kind of fast forward and miss them. I know. I, I'm so bad. Like, I'll just wait till something's streaming so that, uh, you know, I don't have to watch it at all. It's like, no, next. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, that, I mean, I, and while like commercials have gotten more sophisticated and they've spent more money and, and fancier stuff like that, I, I still kind of miss some of the simplicity of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I did like was that it did afford you because, you know, you had no control over it. You kind of had to watch. So a commercial break meant you could run to the restroom or run to the kitchen to get some snacks or something. Um, and then you'd hear it's on, you know, and then you like run back and try to slide or jump on the, over the couch or something just to get there, you know? Right. And you'd, yeah, it'd be like timing it to get it done as quick as you could to make sure you didn't miss a second. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, nowadays, like we said, you can just kind of stream something or if you have the Blu-ray or DVD, you can just pop it in and no big deal. But a lot of that stuff and and some of these you can't even find anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this came out on uh, VHS and I think that's really about it. Let's see. It was, uh, yeah, they had several of the episodes released. They would do like one or two. Um, And then as far as I know, I don't think they ever released a Christmas special, though. So this is like right now, if you want to see it, this is probably the only way you can see it is by watching it. This this bootleg copy of someone's home video, which even says, you know, <laughs> I copied this <laughs> taken from my, my home video. Um, it's, you know, this is like the only way you can see it. And I mean, that's there's something kind of cool about that, but also something kind of sad because I, I would have liked to see like a remastered version, like in, in clearer picture. Yeah. And have like a like behind the scenes of the all the animation they messed up that they had to come up <laughs> for real. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, this was I, I liked it though. I mean, as as much as it was odd, I did like it. Um, mm-hmm. So like we kind of we kind of get the new kids essentially getting ready to go home for Christmas. That's like their uh, or I guess hold on, let me let me take a step back and nutshell this thing. So yes, it is the special 
uh, Christmas, <laughs> like IMDb says, but really it's the, the new kids missing a flight because they're trying to help uh, bring Christmas to some orphans, essentially. I guess like if we really want to break it down and of course there's a lot more to it, but that's like the nuts and bolts of it right there. You know, the new kids they are, they're getting ready. They're going to go home. It's Christmas Eve. They're excited. Uh, they're, they're, um, they have presents for each other, which I kind of like, like uh, it was for Jordan, right? That, that fancy keyboard that they bought, mm-hmm. it was going to be a present for Jordan. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I thought it was kind of cool. Cause it's kind of showing them like just normal, you know, they're normal people, even though they're famous, you know? And they, and they kind of all talk about how excited they're, they are to be, to go home. To go see their families. Yeah. For Christmas, be with their families, because that's a special time for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like everyone except Donnie, he's kind of, I don't know, has the Christmas blues kind of. Yeah. Do they ever say why he has a they, Christmas blues? That's probably part of the animation that they. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. Some of the story kind of had a little holes in it. Yeah. I feel so I wonder if some of that's that but yeah he just kind of is not feeling it that's kind of all we know which is a a pretty common trope not in just Christmas uh, stuff but in Christmas cartoons so the G.I. Joe does that too Um, and and that one I think is a junkyard and and Mutt I think are the one or Mutt I think is the name of the guy and he's just like "Eh, I don't know what it is about Christmas time I never you know I never really get into it and I got that same vibe from Donnie Um, but I do like how they when it opened up, um, I skipped over this part. I shouldn't have skipped over, but I do like how they have uh, pictures of them as kids and, and different mm-hmm. things. And Donnie's like kind of, you know, talking to the the camera and talking about Christmas. And I mean, it's just, so that, that was like a cool little way to, to, to intro it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, they're getting ready. They're so excited, especially Joey. Joey's very excited. And that's a plot point that comes back later on. Oh, and they're in New York City is where their concert right? They're in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in New York getting ready to go home to Boston. And it kind of opens up with like, I don't like a shooting star, some kind of yeah, like almost like magic a... thing that's flying, kind of flying over New York and like turning on the Christmas lights and like the Chrysler building or different buildings. And I think they uh, go to like Rockefeller Center or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. yeah. I know. I've only been to New York once. So hopefully I'm getting the well, that's one more time than I've been. So those New York, I don't want those New Yorkers. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Sorry, Anthony. Sorry, Chris it's and Chris. Such, no, I like I Chris and Chris because they were voted like the best New Yorkers. Like, <laughs> I really don't want them to be better. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> it was part of a bit. <laughs> we played it up for a bit. Um, but yeah, I, you're right. It's like this magical. I don't know. I mean, we know what it is later on, you know, uh, but I don't want to reveal it yet. Um, It's like all twinkly sounds, but it's kind of like part in there. Yeah. Like just flying around and then flies to where the new kids are, which I got like some uh, crazy nostalgia for uh, because like the, the, the sound effects and even just like the the whole color palette, everything was very um, it was like, you know, that late eighties, early nineties, just, I mean, it hit right everything that I wanted it to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did love their outfits too. <laughs> yeah. you know, that was, uh, I, I think Jordan is wearing like some sort of, I, I mean, it's got like a huge neck line there and uh, I, I don't know what he's wearing, but. <laughs> and then their hair and their hairstyles. Are perfect too. <laughs> yeah. They have the, the rat tails and uh, some mullets and yeah. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's out there. Yeah. It's definitely out there. I think Donnie's wearing some overalls. Yeah. And then he has like the big peace sign necklace. No, oh, yeah. 
90s oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man um but their manager comes in and and uh i mean i guess it's like managers i guess there's like two of them it's like mr scott and the other guy i think Um, the other guy's their bodyguard oh is that who it is okay his name's so his name's biscuit biscuit i think yeah yeah but it's spelled (laughs) b-i-z-c-u-t Of course, <laughs> you gotta. How yeah, that's, how else do you spell biscuit? Yeah, <laughs> especially around the new kids. Uh, but he's dressed like Santa. But I love his shades. His shades reminded me of like the some old you know glasses, sunglasses that we got from Pizza Hut. Uh, <laughs> you know, they just they they almost look like ski, like a ski mask, but like thinner. And I, I mean, I don't know how to describe it, but. And he was committed to those because he wore those like day the, and night and like time. never inside, outside, never took them off. So <laughs> he just, you know, maybe bright lights hurt him. Maybe he has migraines, <laughs> <laughs> but he's dressed dog, as Santa like the whole time. Yeah. And then his dog is cute with a reindeer. Yeah. It's like a little, like a pug, right? And he's got yeah, like some antlers like, on him or something like that. Yeah. I think he's maybe more like a bulldog. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I don't think pugs were popular until later yeah i think you're right actually i'm trying to remember when i really got in heard about pugs and i don't think when pocahontas came out oh yeah a pug but like yeah yeah, and then it was kind of like i don't know more of like a craze like five or so years ago yeah yeah i think you're right yeah they're they're getting ready to to go they got to go to the airport and that's when um the little boy appears, right? He just mm-hmm. kind of like jumps into their limo as, as one is wont to do. <laughs> he, actually, doesn't he? He actually, oh, actually he, he comes up to him first, right? Yeah. To Donnie, yeah. like Donnie's like kind of, they're all like excited exchanging gifts and Donnie's like, yeah, I'm not, whatever. It's I'm not, not feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Not feeling it. And he goes back to the stage and is like pretending he just performed. And then there's this little boy all yeah. of a sudden in the front row. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and that's when he's like, hey, you know, um, I, I need your help with like a Christmas project or something like that. And he essentially convinces them to like drop him off. But they think I guess they think they're just going to drop him off real quick uh, on their way to the airport. And so they're, they are they kind of take off. And that's when uh, Biscuit <laughs> uh, and, and Mr. Scott like see them and they're like, Hey, you know, what are you doing? You let them out of your sight, go, go get them. And so they, he like puts them in taxi and like tries to follow them. And so then we get like his whole little subplot where he's just trying to find the new kids, like most of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And not, yeah. Like totally not going the right ways. And like that taxi all. driver is not doing a good job. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> no. Follow that cab. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because at one point, like, like the, following he makes a turn they make a turn and then it's like a dead end so i guess there must have been some sort of magic maybe i, I think that's what it was there's a lot of christmas magic going there is on. a lot of christmas magic yeah uh but i do like how funky funky christmas kind of opens up the <laughs> opens up the whole thing yeah. and yeah i've had it stuck in my head for quite a while Me too, <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> In the middle of the night, waking up, like, have a funky, funky. Oh, Terry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, they have some better ones. Uh, that 
unfortunately that one is probably the, the catchiest and uh, <laughs> it's definitely an earworm. So uh, Albert, Albert's the name of the little boy. So they, they're dropping him off and he like convinces them to, to come meet like Mart, uh, Marta, Marta, who's like their, their biggest fan. He's like, you gotta come, you know, she'll, she'll be over the moon, you know? Oh, I love how, so he like puts them on the front step and he like wraps them all up in bows. <laughs> in bows. Yeah. He, he has like blue bows. They're her present. <laughs> That seems uh that seems illegal nowadays. <laughs> I think that's called kidnapping, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so of course she's like, "Are you really the new kids?" She like flips out, which I I love. Um, and uh, while all this is happening, we get more of the, the the pictures of them and like their their real life things just kind of floating on the screen. <laughs> um, I don't know what they were hiding that time, but I, I really wish we could see like raw footage of this. Right. <laughs> but she like totally is like, like, it's the new kids, you know, the new kids are on our block, <laughs> which I thought, <laughs> I thought that was a funny line. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's a little bit on the nose there. And while, while they're doing all that, we cut back to uh, Biscuit, like just searching and his, he's got like a bone in his pocket and his dog is like, just trying, like, like you can see him kind of drooling and just getting ready. He wants that bone so bad, but he never gives it to him. And the cab driver's like, oh, New York's the best place in the world. And, you know, they're just looking for the new kids and they can't find him. And then isn't that when he pulls up, he like has him pull over somewhere and then He's like, get out. I'm driving. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, I didn't know you could do that to a cab. <laughs> don't you have to have a, a license? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so he basically kicks him out and he takes over trying to look for it. Um, but while they're there with uh, Marta, the new kids, um, he they meet Rosa, who's like, I guess, runs the whole uh, the whole orphanage. Is it an orphanage, I think, or is it like yeah. a shelter? I think it's like a shelter or something. Yeah, I was confused a little because I kind of yeah. wrote orphanage in my notes, but it yeah. seems more like kind of like a home, I don't know, like a family shelter for like homeless or people. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Their luck, but they weren't super clear. Yeah. But because there was a lot of kids, there were a lot of kids that you saw besides um, Rosa, like, or right. Besides Marta, like there was a lot of kids. So that's maybe where we picked up on orphanage. I think that's why I thought orphanage. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, they're there. The new kids are introduced to her and she's like the nicest person ever. Of course, they're having the shelter or orphanage or whatever it is, is having some financial issues. Uh, they're trying to get everything together and they just don't have enough donations which is, you know, kind of sad because it's not enough to to give like a good Christmas or provide uh, items for these people in need. And, and you can tell Christmas she really feels Eve. it. And it's Christmas Eve. So like nothing's open. Uh, it's not like nowadays. That was back in, you know, the times when stuff was closed on Christmas Eve, you know, <laughs> nowadays Walmart stays open even till like midnight or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. But Albert, yeah, he, he essentially, like, like we said, he convinces them to go in and as they're talking, they like meet with all these people and they notice that, of course, Marta uh, actually can play piano really well, which will be coming, you know, pay off later when it's time to give gifts. But they're like talking to, uh, I don't know if he's a homeless gentleman or just one of the volunteers. Uh, again, it's not very clear, but Donnie's like talking to him and they're kind of giving him the lowdown about, you know, 
the shelter and how there's just not quite enough. And uh, I, I do like this part because he's talking with uh, he's talking with Albert and, you know, Donnie's like saying some things. And then <laughs> the the gentleman's like, who are you talking to? Man? <laughs> like, he can't, like he has no idea that that uh, Albert's there again, kind of foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is where they kind of convince him like, hey, we need your help. They just don't have enough, essentially. So can you please like do something to help these kids? And this is kind of like where it really starts getting, at least for me, like you really start feeling like the spirit of Christmas and like the giving. And so mm-hmm. they put on a show for like these kids intercut with like a, a Santa Claus paint, playing electric guitar, which I thought was kind of cool, uh, yeah. but random. <laughs> I don't remember if that was, was that when, um, cause I kind of like wrote the orders of the songs cause they would have like their songs from their album yeah. intercut with like other kind of music or there was like at one point like a fancy kind of version of like deck the halls playing Mm and um just instrumental but i think that might have been when last night i saw santa claus yes that that is that one yeah that could have gone with it and there was like that whole scene where like the kids needed to have fun and like joey was sitting on the couch talking with them and then all of a sudden they're like they need a fun Christmas. He's like, oh, let's have fun. And then like the couch like turns into the sled. <laughs> turns or into a sled. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I think they're just, I think it's supposed to represent like they're just like playing, mm-hmm. you know, and using their imaginations and they're like putting presents and like they're elves or something. But it just, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, no. And then it like cuts. I mean, yeah, you're right. They're like jumping on like big giant keyboards and putting presents in boxes and all sorts of things. But then it like cuts to the new kids, just like they're up and dancing. So I, I think like during this time, what really happened was they're just playing with the kids and putting on a show at the same time. Yeah. But and I'm then the, yeah, kind of the imagination <laughs> part was in there. Cause like one second, the new kids were like dressed in Santa costumes and then yeah. they did it thin and then they were just like in their regular clothes that they'd been wearing. So yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it was just that imagination. I, I hope so. Otherwise, I'm I'm really really lost. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's pretty cool. So this is where we see a, a family like comes to the shelter, and like Rosa gives them like some uh, you know some blankets and stuff like that that they might need. And this is when the new kids kind of overhear, and they see like, uh oh, you know they, you know they they really don't have a lot because they overhear Rosa talking with that that gentleman from before, you know, the volunteer or the the homeless man. I don't know what he was. Um. And so they they kind of realize, okay, something's up. And this is where, again, Donnie, who's been in the dumps, has another little heart-to-heart with Albert. And he's like, you know, I needed, you know, I promised her I'd make this work, you know. And so the new kids, you know, they're like, we should do something to help these guys, you know. And, of course, Joey's like, but I wanted to go home, you know. I, there's nothing like Christmas with my mom, which makes like, sense. He's I the youngest. my mom's pumpkin pie. My mom's pumpkin pie, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this whole time, uh, their manager has like been at the airport trying to like get them their flight and like, you know, hold, hold, trying to hold the plane and be like, no, 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 wait, they'll be here. They'll be here. Uh, and finally, like he can't. So he has to like try to um, try to change their tickets. And so that's like another whole little subplot that's going on all this time. And yeah. And then they call him again after they decide to help um help them because he finally gets them like tickets for the later flight and then the they later call flight, yeah. and they're like hey we're gonna stay and help these guys and so get us a later flight and so then he has to change it 
again. Again, yeah. And then the uh, the lady at the ticket counter is like, maybe it would be easier if we just if you just flew Christmas here. Yeah, what a sassy lady. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I get it. It's Christmas Eve. She probably wants to go home too. <laughs> you know, she's dealing with this dude. I mean, you know, he, he's a nightmare. I don't know, but uh, I mean, I get it. But still, that was kind of a that was kind of a sassy thing to say. <laughs> um, but this is when the new kids decide. So they're like, okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna get everything they need. So we'll go shopping. And as they're like walking down the block looking for shops, like everything is closing. Although I did like that one moment where um, was it was it Joey. Uh, John? No. Jonathan? I think it was Joey. Joey, maybe you're right. And he like like sees the the cute uh, girl dressed like an elf in one of the stores and they kind of have like a little flirty thing. And then the, the store manager comes in and just kind of like pulls the shade down closed. <laughs> I was like, Oh man, poor Joey can't catch a break. <laughs> can't get pumpkin pie or the girl or the girl. Yeah. At least one or the other. Come on. Uh, poor guy. But I mean, they're like, the whole time they're like trying to to get stuff and things are just closing. And I think they even say like the whole block just closed for Christmas. And Albert says something like, you know, we're running out of Christmas Eve, uh, which, you know, it's like, uh Oh, you know, so this is when they realize, Hey, you know, new kids fans are like the best fans. So let's, let's put on like a huge block party and get them to bring some stuff. Maybe they'll donate some stuff. And uh, I, you know, they get this idea because there's like some carolers. It's like three, like a two girls and a boy. They're just, I guess, teenagers and they see the new kids and they run over. And because of that, somehow they're like, hey, new kids fans, they'll help us out. <laughs> Which, you know what? They probably would have. Right. I, I, I think they really would have. You you would have helped them out, right? I would have. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So um, they decide they go back to the the shelter. They uh, have Marta call like all her friends, you know, tell them like where the new kids are. And uh, I th- I like this part because throughout some of these floaty live actiony things, while they're very Christmas oriented, in this particular scene, that one had the uh, the candy canes like all around. It was like a border of just candy canes that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be like a great Christmas card. That was like my thought, you know. And now I kind of want to do that. Like, kind of want like a candy cane with Christmas card. <laughs> I better get one if you do that. <laughs> All right, I promise. Yeah, if we do it, I promise you'll get one. Yeah, <laughs> new kids inspired. Yep, new it'll, kids inspired. Card. It'll be me like posing as all the new kids. <laughs> yes, we need them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, but Martha's friends come over. They have like all sorts of stuff: blankets, clothes. And they, and, oh, they put it on the news too. They, they put it. it on the news. You're right. They do. Uh, and a reporter actually comes and like interviews them as well. And that's how um, Biscuit is able to to find them because he sees it. And so he calls Mr. Scott, who has like an idea, and that idea will be later on. <laughs> we'll see what that is. Um, but I do like that when they like wrap up all sorts of stuff. There's like guitars. I think that's when they decide to give, is, is that when they decide to give the present to the, the keyboard that was meant for Jordan? I think. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. Cause they're like, cause they're like thinking about that. I think they see the guitar and then they're like, and then uh, Jordan's like thinking, and then Jonathan's like, 
do you have the same idea I have? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And they give her the keyboard. Which I don't know how you get keyboard from guitar, but we'll just say uh, generic music idea in general. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like decorating the tree. They're trimming the tree. It's really cool. It's, it's a nice and it's a big tree. Uh, mm-hmm. That's like a full size tree. So Biscuit and Mr. Scott find them. They come to the shelter. And uh, that's when they surprised them with his idea, which was um, bringing their family to New York, or at least their moms, maybe not all their family. Yeah, it looks like mostly their moms, but yeah. it looked like there were more people on the bus. Maybe, maybe yeah. We'll, so we'll like say it's everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then they make the comment of that, like, that got here really fast. And then someone says, like, it must have been some Christmas magic or something. Yeah, they do say that. That's right. And uh, and I think uh, the the manager, Mr. Scott, even kind of just, you know, does that thing where he rub, like rubs his chin like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, they're reunited with their mom. So, Joey, you get your wish, you know. And she's holding like, a pumpkin she's got the pie, pumpkin pie. That's right. <laughs> mom, you brought the pumpkin pie. <laughs> so, you know what? Good good for joe so he didn't get the girl but he got the pie so we'll take it (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile uh they're passing out all the presents to the kids there's you know the she uh marta gets the keyboard and it's you know it's she's playing it it's wonderful and this is when i think they reveal right this is the big reveal that albert now um it actually was rosa's son is that correct Mm -hmm. yeah he was her son and he is no longer with us. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so, so Rosa is sitting on the t- at the table and is looking at the picture of him. Picture and, of him, yeah. And Donnie like walks in and says something like, Oh, he's a real special kid. And she's kind of like, Yeah, my Albert, he was really special. And Donnie's like, What? <laughs> And she's like, yeah, he's no longer with us. And then Donnie runs outside. And, and, and he talks to him. He finds yeah, him there. Talks to Albert. Yeah. And he's like, like, uh, what's up, man? Like, what do you, what do you mean? You're not, <laughs> she said was what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And they get into, he gets into the taxi and then yeah. like the, the taxi just like flies away back to the future style. And, uh, they're just like, Whoa, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay so with the whole thing had was kind of weird and crazy yeah but that part was the weirdest part <laughs> <laughs> so it reminded me there's there's a scary story uh you know that I remember hearing like all the time growing up at like campfires and sleepovers about you know the 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 guy that meets the girl um, and he like falls in love with her at like this restaurant or bar or whatever and then um he like goes to pick her up on her date or for a date they're supposed to have after this like awesome night that they have together. And, you know, the mom's like, she's been dead for like 10 years or something. And so I got like that same vibe from this. I was like, Whoa, they, they totally ripped that off. (laughs) Yeah. You, so like when you see that and you like, when you see the taxi cab guy, you, you kind of realize that's why biscuit couldn't find the new kids. Cause he was kind of in cahoots with Albert. Yeah. like was driving him all over the place where they weren't on purpose. Yeah. So it's like, but it was so weird. It was weird. It just didn't, it just like, didn't fit (laughs) because they didn't even like 
talk about it or show it. I don't know. I feel like maybe that's something that got like a last minute change. (laughs) (laughs) But then that's when we cut to the concert. And I think they're singing this one's for the children, right? Yeah. Well, and when do they show like the table, the table and they have all the food, I think might be before. Yeah. I think that was a a little while ago. Yeah. It was like right after their parents come out. Um, yeah, but, and then there's like the menorah. Did the, you? Catch I did that see the menorah. The yeah, I did notice that. Um, I don't know if one of them's Jewish. I guess maybe. I don't know if the new. Yeah, and I don't know if the new kids are, but like, I don't know. I think they are kind of showing diversity and. Could be, which is still really cool. I mean, you still didn't get a lot of that at this time, uh, but then we get to the we we get the concert with them and they're in they're like sequined sparkly oh my jackets. Gosh. Those, <laughs> yeah, like. Those were amazing. So um, <laughs> Todd Killian uh, and has been talking. He wants to have like a Halloween party for like all the Christmas podcast hosts. Uh, and nothing's been announced yet. There, so, you know, you, you haven't missed out, but he like wants to do that. And so you have to come in costume. I kind of want to come as one of the new kids with the, the, sparkly, <laughs> with the jacket. sparkly jacket. Seeing that, I was like, that would be awesome. <laughs> I like it. I like it, but yeah, they did we'll see yeah, how much it costs, and then maybe yeah. I won't. But let's uh, we'll start looking at thrift stores. That's right. Yeah, there's got to be one somewhere. We have a bunch around here, um, but and so that's kind of how it ends with their with their concert. More of the the things floating around, and um, you know, this one's for the children, which was you know, as we mentioned last time, that was like their big their big hit essentially to to really push for a. Um, was it muscular dystrophy? Um, I think, or cerebral palsy, maybe. Yeah, I think cerebral palsy. And then yeah. I love that. Well, when we forgot to mention at the beginning, it opens as like a Christmas card and then the end closes. And the end closes it, yeah. And it says like peace on earth and then all their signatures pop up and then the card closes. Yeah, yeah. it was, you know, it, as weird as it was, I, and I, I found myself saying this for a lot of 80s things, but as weird as it was, it really kind of had like, like a charm to it, you know, mm-hmm. um, just something about it is like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And it, I, I did, you know, it brought me back, even though I'd never seen this one, it brought me back to like uh, watching, uh, the MC hammer cartoon. I don't know if you remember that one, hammer man, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that from that era, they had that, that, uh, Bo Jackson and, and Wayne Gretzky. And I think was it maybe Michael Jordan cartoon as well. I mean, it was like just the cartoons from that, like late eighties, early nineties era where they kind of embraced more of like the realistic, uh, like they actually based them on like real people. Yeah. And so I just, I got like a real, like just a real longing to like go back to that time. And I, cause I remember watching those at like my grandma's house, you know, and you know, we'd, we'd go on like a Saturday or Sunday morning and just turn it on and be like, Oh, that's cool. So I, there was something about this that it, it kind of had that same animation style. Um, but it was, it, and it was just, it was fun. And it, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, only downfall is you get funky, funky Christmas in your head. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest drawback. <laughs> it could be worse. It could have been worse. Um, so I think the so- all the songs that were played through the special was uh, The Right Stuff, uh, right? I think they did mm-hmm. I'll Be Missing You. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, I'll Be Missing You Come Christmas, that one. Yep. Um, of course, they had Last Night I Saw Santa Claus. We talked about that. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas was there. And then, of course, this one's for the children at the end. And uh, funky, funky Christmas. Yeah, so I I looked up 
And they did a reprise of Funky Funky Christmas. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, the only one besides like the um, traditional songs that were on the album, which they had like um, the Christmas song, White Christmas and Little Drummer Boy, um, were like the traditional songs from their album. The only one that they I didn't hear was the one that I still believe in Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. yeah so I that's recall. the only one that didn't make it, but everything else did out of out of their album so it's pretty much the whole album that's cool so total uh was about just a, a quick 22 minutes um i honestly didn't find myself bored at all throughout it i was i was i mean just i kept getting crazier i just wanted to see what's going to happen next you know so <laughs> i really enjoyed that uh it aired on abc maurice star of course was an, a, an executive uh producer on it because i mean why wouldn't he be that's how he got his picture in there yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, he's like, hey, hey, throw me in, throw me in. <laughs> Executive producer. Uh, and even though um, the new kids didn't voice their characters, um, they do come out. And so they are credited as performers in it, which I thought was kind of cool, too, because they they are actually there singing. And, and uh, so even though they didn't voice, which I guess is probably a smart thing, because as we've seen and as uh, Anthony from Tiz the Podcast has pointed out, not all singers or actors, even voice actors. So I, I think that was probably for the best. <laughs> I mean, they, they get to act a little when they've been on Fuller House and they're, they're not the best. Oh, so. yeah, you're right. I did see that. <laughs> I did see on Fuller House. I, but, but Donnie wasn't with them, right? Because he was filming something? Or was he on that one? No, I don't think he was. No. Yeah, because I think he was filming his show. Yeah. It's a cop show, I think. I've never seen it. I don't know. Is that, is it Blue Blood? Is it Blue Bloods? No. No, I don't think it's that one. I just started thinking of Blue Bloods and Tom Selleck because I love Tom Selleck. So, oh, it is Blue Bloods. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. right on. You got it. Good for you. I had no idea. I thought it was and then I wasn't sure, but I guess I should watch an episode and see if he's <laughs> <act> or not. <laughs> well, I mean, I. If he's been on the show for a while, then I, I mean, I guess he's pretty decent. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But this is yeah, this is good. Um, so, uh, you know, it does make me wonder, though, what would you say would be your and I know we kind of already covered this, but if you could have another hap, hap, happiest memory or moment uh, regarding the new kids on the block and maybe their cartoon uh, in, you know, specifically, what would it be? Um, I just remember like it was one of my favorite I mean I like since I was a big fan it was one that I just always had to watch and I know like I think I mentioned this last time it seemed like it was more than one season Mm -hmm. but I know I just watched the same episodes multiple times because they probably played that one season for years you know right and but I loved getting up and that was like one I had to watch and make sure I saw and then like again I just can't I can't remember the Christmas special, but it's also been a long time. Um, right. But again, if it was at a night primetime special, I probably didn't see it. So I'm glad I was able to like revisit that and revisit the cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool for me uh, because I have no n- memory of this at all. Uh, so I'm going to pick a favorite moment from the cartoon, which uh, had to be, when uh, we find out that Albert 
has passed and he like magically floats away back to the future style so i thought that was really cool <laughs> especially because it just reminded me of like all those sleepovers that i used to have you know uh, where we'd tell like scary stories and it's like oh she's been dead 10 years so <laughs> and i remember watching like because i watched the cartoon before we did our other episode oh right uh, mm-hmm. the christmas special because it kind of popped up when i was looking at up stuff and mm-hmm. I remember I was like, oh, he was a ghost. Like, I didn't catch that until the end. So it was a surprise. And yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It, I mean, it's a good one. But it does you know, bring me to my favorite part of the show, which is a little, a little something I like to call gag me with the spoon. So this is where we do our uh, best impression of our least favorite part of the episode. And there was a lot of corny lines here. I, I, I had a hard time kind of choosing. So uh, in the end, I ended up picking one that I don't know if it's the corniest, but it definitely was like, OK, I get it. <laughs> but as a guest, I'll let you go first and uh, just set well, up the scene a little bit for us. So I think some of the corny lines like were made even better because of like the very like over uh, like accented like uh voice you know like a boston accents like uh-huh. over exaggerated like accents and stuff um right. but at at the very beginning when um they're still like kind of starting to pack up their stuff from the um the auditorium in new york um danny grabs like there's that uh they're like danny and they call him danny claus <laughs> <laughs> There's Danny Claus. That's not my favorite part. That was just funny. Uh, was but funny. he like spins like there's like a whole like like uh dolly full of lights. I, I think that's what it was. And he yeah. like spins it and they turn into the Christmas tree. And so that happens, they're kind of talking, and then Donnie the Donnie walks over and he's wearing his peace sign necklace that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And so my favorite part, Danny says come on Wahlberg the concert's over and this party needs a touch and he grabs his necklace and he sticks it on top of the Christmas tree as a star and Donnie goes oh that's kicking it and then Danny goes yeah that was my favorite and I meant to rewatch it to try to get those voices down and I didn't so that might or might not be what it sounded like but. <laughs> that's that's okay uh this is good for me um the one that I picked it's uh it's Mr. Scott and Biscuit <laughs> and it's a crazy name still this makes me laugh every time it's hard to say with a straight face um and so he like they just got in the limo they took off and um you know, Mr. Scott says, uh, no, no, Biscuit says, don't you think I should go with them, Mr. Scott? And Mr. Scott says, I've made a list and I've checked it twice. <laughs> it's like, okay, I get it's a Christmas show. I get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, that's, yeah, that's just fun. <laughs> you guys, yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, it's worth it's worth a watch. It's definitely worth a watch. And you can find it on YouTube. <laughs> um, I'll post a link to it as well, just because I think everybody needs to see it. If everybody from our generation needs to see it at least once. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I I do have to wonder, um, 
G.I. Joe taught us that like knowing is half the battle. What would you say is the other half? I think that it's during, especially, I mean, not I, all the time, but especially during Christmas, helping out other people who are less fortunate than you. Wow. That is way better than what? Because <laughs> that's a good one. That really is good. Uh, I thought if knowing is half the battle, the other half is just having a block party, new kid style. I mean, that too. <laughs> but, you know, if you're going to do it, make sure you help out people less fortunate than you. <laughs> yep. Great advice. Great advice. Um, Kim, it's it's been so much fun talking with you about this. Uh, I'm glad you brought it to my attention because I'd never seen it. And I'm glad I've seen it now. <laughs> I feel better knowing that I've seen it. But, you know, what do you want to plug? Tell me about your show. Oh my gosh, guys. So uh, both you and Anthony said that after I started being on some of your podcasts that I would start my own <laughs> podcast. And at first I was like, no, I'm that, I'm not going to start my own podcast, but I got the podcast bug. So yeah. So planning for <laughs> Christmas. Um, it's been really, I've really enjoyed it uh, so far with my two episodes. Mm -hmm. um, so it's available pretty much everywhere podcasts are. I'm still learning a little bit about editing and getting it posted everywhere, but um, it'll just help you each month. It comes out on Rudolph day and talks about um, just helping you get ready before it, December hits and even what to do. I think I'm going to probably drop earlier episodes in December just because yeah, by the time sense. you're uh, at the 25th, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> start planning for next year, I guess. But mm -hmm. um, I do have some social media. So I have uh, Twitter, it's planning for Christmas podcast and uh, Facebook planning for Christmas podcast. Right on. Very, very cool. Are you going to cover um, specific foods or, or like, like meals like on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve meals or anything like that? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about starting to like a meal plan. That's probably going to be probably closer to like October, maybe November Okay. Um, and talk about just some recipes. And I'm hoping to do some of those posts also on social media nice. and some recipe links. Um, so that way you kind of get those things thought of ahead of time. Cause that's sometimes a big part of it. Like, are, are you going to have your husband on? I don't know if he would come on. <laughs> Uh, the <laughs> podcast, I'll have to ask him, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to have some, like some guests. One thing I'm going to talk about that I'm excited is, um, talking about December birthdays. Cause my birthday is oh, in yeah. December. So, um, talking about kind of how to still make December birthdays special, even though it's that's a, a good, so. that's a really good one. Um, yeah. Cause so many birthdays get overlooked when they're so close to Christmas. It's like, oh, this present is for your birthday and Christmas. Like, no, don't do that. Oh. But I get it. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. <laughs> but it's still no, it's not as not as fun. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be kind of just a fun topic. And then um, just talking about kind of things even to do after Christmas to help you be ready for next year. So you don't just like, throw everything and not know, just kind of like taking inventory of what you have and mm -hmm. like being really, uh, you know, thoughtful about how you're putting stuff away, like your lights and 
yeah. like that. I can so, help you there. Hey, I'm, I'm <laughs> I definitely know how to do that. <laughs> well, that's cool. It that sounds great. I can't wait to hear more episodes. I have to, I have to record my uh, one for this month pretty soon. So, oh yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. be Rudolph Day before we know it. <laughs> I know. I I I got so burned out editing the ratties that I was like, I haven't dropped an episode in like two weeks. And so it's like, okay, I guess I better do one. So I'm, I'm dropping like three this upcoming week. <laughs> that was an amazing episode. I had so much fun listening. <laughs> well, I'm glad you it, liked it. So. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I think for next year, because I'm already planning next year's. Uh, I, and so hopefully it won't be as much work. But I think for next year, um, I'm going to have you know, the hosts, but then also other presenters as well, like, uh, you know, just go bigger. So we'll see. Ooh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> yep. Some new categories as well. <laughs> um, but again, Kim, thank you so much for coming on. It was, it was a lot of fun. Well, thank you for having me and I can't wait to be on again. Oh yeah. Let's talk strawberry shortcake soon. Strawberry shortcake. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe pound puppies. <laughs> I love both. <laughs> awesome. That's that's awesome. And on that note, I'm going to end it by saying, so for the sake of the children, show them love's the only way to go by checking us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling the peace and love and harmony the new kids bring, especially at a shelter, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now don't forget to vote. Later, dudes. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Jess. And, and we're, we're Hallmark, Hallmark and, and Jess. Jess. <laughs> I feel like we're in a car dealership commercial. <laughs> we swear we won't talk like this during the podcast. There's two things we love most in this world. Hallmark movies and Lacey Chabert. And we're breaking down all of your favorite Hallmark movies like... A Very Merry Mix-Up. Rocky Mountain Christmas. And the All of My Heart series. Tommy, please be my husband. So tune in every Wednesday. Today! <laughs> <laughs>